world. I have no more introductions, so we're sticking with that one. Fresh out of introductions, I guess. I used all of them. It's only been like 15 episodes, and I'm (laughs) fresh out. But guess what? It's an exciting day today, y'all. We're sharing a microphone because... You know what that means. (laughs) We have a guest. Hello, guest. (laughs) Hi. Our guest today is Megan Opus. (laughs) Um, We are going to let her formally introduce herself, but I just wanted to share that today was the last day of parent-teacher conferences, and it was amazing. I had so much fun. Yeah, I actually love... Why are you laughing at me? (laughs) I love parent-teacher conferences because, A, we don't really get to contact parents, like, via face-to-face, and so it's really nice to kind of put a face to an email, usually. (laughs) yeah it was really really awesome so I'm glad we got to do that and and we're recording at the school (laughs) game changer no dogs yeah no (laughs) No dogs (laughs) you might hear a printer or like a human walk by and no this is not school hours we are not being bad teachers (laughs) but anyway Megan can you introduce yourself of course thanks so much for inviting me yay um, my name is Megan Opitz. I'm an assistant headmaster at a charter in Phoenix. Boop, boop. Um, and I love it here. Yay. As do we. You already know that, though. <laughs> um, and today we're going to talk about just the hiring process and things you should prepare for as an interviewee. Mm-hmm. Because we all know it's a great thing to be prepared for. Yes. So, and yeah. especially because we have our, I don't know, I feel like we have, we've talked a lot about like teachers leaving kind of midway through the year mm-hmm. and especially like what that process looks like because I'm sure it's a little bit more sped up than mm-hmm. a regular hiring process but yeah we're kind of excited to dive in and figure out like what other teachers should be looking for when they're applying at schools and things like that yeah so before we do that though you got to tell us more about yourself because you have an awesome background so uh-huh. ah, tell us about you Um, Well, I've been teaching since uh, I graduated with my elementary education degree in 2007 um, from ASU. Um, And I I taught a little bit in Tempe School District. I was not really digging it. Um, Took a break from that. Uh, Went to culinary school. Did that for a while. How'd you feel about that one? Um, I loved it. I lived in Georgia. But when I moved back, I was just like, I didn't know that. Yeah. For how long? Just a little over a year. Oh, okay. That's cool. And I ran a kitchen there and then moved back and it was either between teaching or, you know, but I was leaning more towards culinary and then the school I'm at now opened and it was like my dream school. Fate. Yes, it was fate. (laughs) Um, I think I was the first one hired. I was so excited. No way. Okay, I'm learning all these things. This is cool. (laughs) Um, And I've been here since 2011. And you'll never, ever leave. Never, ever. <laughs> what do you and Carter say all the time? Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to be wheeled out in our wheelchairs. <laughs> yes. Um, out from here. And I taught kindergarten until 2018. I've been assistant headmaster now. It's my fourth year. Yes. And she's rocking it. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yes. She's the best. Also, I decided that Skylar and I are going to join your little um, wheelchair wagon out. <laughs> yeah. So Please do. I'm just Please saying. Do. <laughs> be prepared. We'll just be like I in a line. So. <laughs> I hope so. Y'all are just, you know, so we're not going anywhere. Good. Yeah, that's um, what I like to hear. Never leaving, never leaving. Um, so, 
Um, what kind of, in general, obviously you said you went to culinary school and that's kind of where you and I, like we have that in common because I also went I to culinary school. when you first came up. I know. I, so a <laughs> little bit of uh, background. I applied at a different version of our school um and when I apply to that one it applies to all of them and I didn't get the job at that school but then Megan reached out to me and was like you have a culinary background like so do I like that kind of interests me so that's kind of how I got hired here which was awesome but how what got you into teaching just as a whole yeah I um grew up wanting to be a teacher like I remember as a kid always playing teacher and doing those kind of things um but then I went into college and I started as a business major because <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. same. I started as pharmacy. Like what? Really? Yeah. Oh, you would have been a great pharmacist. No. You and you would have no. been a great business. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel like you both could do anything. So, um, but I, after like my first year and not really loving school, I then was like, oh, I really actually want to do teaching. Um, you know, I really like helping people and I love children. Yeah. Um, and I, there is something about the way you learn about how people learn and how the brain works and development and all of those kind of things that was very intriguing to me, especially the science behind it. Um, so that was it's kind of pushing. fascinating, mm-hmm. isn't it? I know. I've also developed that. It's just, it's incredible what their minds are capable of. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, and like getting to see them succeed at something, knowing that you were part of that is mm-hmm. just a huge reward um, and life giving. So oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, so then what, so you're our assistant headmaster, uh, she rules us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what is your kind of role in the hiring process? Yeah. So working right along my headmaster, um, I get to kind of do everything. I know not every one of our schools was like this in our Mm -hmm. network, but, um, I help look for candidates. I interview them, uh, connect them with the team. Come, kind of like the whole interview process mm-hmm. is kind of um, where I get to be. I'm going to throw one at you. Yeah, Because please. you mentioned, <laughs> I know, I provided her a list, but I'm just going to go <laughs> off. Um, you said that you look for candidates, right? So you're kind of in charge at looking at a broad spectrum of people. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that stands out to you at, like in a resume or just wherever you're looking that you would typically gravitate toward? Um, there's a lot. Uh, I've put this in when you say like preparedness and like resume. Mm. First of all, resumes that are uh, spelled correctly. Um, key. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Um, those kind of little note, you know, those kind of notes, um, you know, Skylar brought it up, but it's for, after working in the food industry, um, I knew Skylar would have a sense of urgency. Oh, totally. And in the classroom. So that alone kind of was, you know, um, we're so lucky here that working at a charter school in Arizona that we don't have to have uh, just certified. C- yeah, certified teachers. I think there's a, such a great benefit to both. Mm-hmm. Um, and so looking at it, I mean, if they have some experience working with kids, obviously that's a big plus. Um, but are they just intentional with the way they put things in? Mm-hmm. Um and really then those initial first conversations, you can start to tell if someone would be a good fit or not. Yeah, absolutely. So that kind of drives us to our next um, line item. What does a typical interview look like? So our first one, uh, after scouring through a bunch of resumes, um, 
is typically a 30 minute phone interview. Okay. So basic questions, I get to know you. Um, you know, a big part is we want someone who's a good fit for us, but mm-hmm. also we want to be a good fit for them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of describing the role, just basic overall questions about our network and those kind of things, um, trying to kind of just see would they be a good culture fit. Um, from there, we would invite them for a longer interview on campus if we think that it could be a good fit. Mm-hmm. During that time, they'll observe, do a, a, about a 15-minute demo lesson, which is like a blind date with your parents sitting in the back. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> well, we both, you did one, right? I did mine at the other school. Okay. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. I did not do mine here. And so actually you guys didn't even get to see me do a demo lesson, which oh, I'm man. pretty happy about. Oh, it's <laughs> so awkward. Being it's so um, but I remember I did my demo lesson at the other school and it was just horrifying. I feel like. I mean, and it's funny because, like, we laugh at it now, but it's so necessary in the interview process. I feel like, would you agree that it really does help you see who would be a good fit here? Yeah, I think for some, um, I'll say uh, some people, the the social smarts Mm -hmm. are pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, It allows you, though, to to see the presence of a person in front of students Mm -hmm. because it does change. Some people can light up. And with just adults and in front of students, they're scared. So, um, and vice versa, where you might get a one in an interview, see someone and they're timid and those kind of things, but in front of a classroom, they just shine. So, um, I, I, as much as possible as we can, can do it, we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's never going to give you the full picture, but it's just another piece. Mm -hmm. Right. And I always think back to like when I demoed and it was nice to sit down afterward and like dissect the lesson and I think that's another part of our interview process that I really have an appreciation for because mm-hmm. you get to see how people respond to feedback you know are they like taken back by it and kind of offended or do they take it as constructive criticism and are willing to grow with you so I'm really glad that we do it I think it's yeah great. I love it and I think that's exactly right um that they get to show are they coming back and just say no it was perfect I want to change like nothing's ever perfect even if you know all the kids it's not going to be a perfect lesson every mm-hmm. time you'll have amazing Never. ones <laughs> <laughs> but there's always something that could be tweaked just a little yes, bit right always. better questioning um but especially with a demo where you don't know the kids at all you don't know what they've learned you don't know where they're going you were told to teach something for 20 minutes it's mm-hmm. like um so it does allow you to see just even their thought process and lesson planning did they come prepared? All yeah. those kind of things. Yeah. And in accordance with, or we also do like the demo lesson and then you also take them on a tour, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about like what you show off here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our tours, we're, we are different than a lot of schools. And that's kind of one thing. Um, we just had a few interviews this week. And one of them was like, well, I know you're different, mm-hmm. but they don't really know how. Yeah. Um, Coming from a district school where there are a lot of tables and centers, I remember my old kindergarten class, we had centers for about two and a half hours a day. Jeez. Yeah, a long time. That was a long time. <laughs> it was the main part of the teaching day. Mm-hmm. So um, it's very different to get to see our desks. Our, you know, The learning is really being led by the teacher all day mm-hmm. uh, with very active participants. Mm-hmm. Um, they get to see that, our art classes, our music – special uh you know the special areas um 
but kind of going through what as we take them on a tour we get to share just our curriculum which is so rich and so beautiful um and very intentional that Mm -hmm. uh it's kind of getting them to see the big picture and could they see themselves being part of it I'm, I'm going to stop talking about my interview. I swear. <laughs> but I remember. I swear. I remember mine. like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I just remember because um, I got interviewed at a couple other places. And this one stood out to me, not only just because the exterior was beautiful, but the interior was beautiful. And I remember looking at all the paintings because we have a ton of artwork up. Mm-hmm. The bulletin boards were beautiful. And then I'm sure you'll talk about it in a moment. But I was able to sit in on a couple of classes. So I got to sit in on music and then um Carter's class actually and there was beauty in that in itself and it was just unlike anything else I had seen elsewhere so I was very very appreciative to get the tour so that's great but what else happens in your daily (laughs) your daily interview uh, the tour does, uh, the tour and classroom observations, mm-hmm. they always get to observe um, typically before their demo lesson. So they can kind of see how that's one thing we're seeing. Oh, um, since we have people from all different walks, did they pick up, uh, you know, a whole class reset that they could use then in their mm-hmm. lesson that they may not, uh, if not being a student, a teacher from the teacher ed program, not know how to do. Mm-hmm. Um did they clue into some of those things and the way we talk to students, the formality and those kind of things, or are they completely unaware? So, (laughs) yeah, um, which, you know, and it kind of, you see different, um, growth opportunities and every person that comes in, um, and you know, one of the big things that we're looking at is can what we do here be transferable? Right. Mm-hmm. Can I teach someone to teach in this way? Yeah. And I think if uh, if they have enough drive and they're hungry enough. Yeah. But also they also need to be smart and humble. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you. So for my interview, since I didn't do a demo here, I did sit down with Taylor because she was mm-hmm. you guys were um, interviewing me for her TA position. So I actually sat down with Taylor and you kind of interviewed me as well. Mm-hmm. But then you, when you interviewed, you had lunch yes. with mm-hmm. the team. I have to ask, is that normal? Do you, We try when okay. we can to, so if they're here for a long enough time, and a lot of times it's, it is a lot with leads because if right. it's a lead with leads, you need, you, you know, the TAs are so, so vital and important, but the lead is what brings to the whole room. So, right. um if possible, we give them time after our debrief session to have lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, we have one coming up, and it's not during lunchtime, so we're providing coffee oh, for the team. Oh, that's teams. great. Yeah, to try to kind of just make it a little bit less formal. The problem yeah. is with lunch is no one wants to eat. Oh, Typically I get that, the, though. I get that. The one being interviewed, they, you know, the interviewee does not want to eat because they're oh, yeah. sitting in a room with four random people <laughs> I remember that but it was also like nice to just kind of like quote-unquote share a meal mm-hmm. you know and just get to sit around a table and not focus on necessarily like the academics or anything but just see if you're a good fit mm-hmm. personality wise yeah. with each other so that was really really great I'm glad you guys do coffee yeah that's really that's, well, a, that's a smooth move so much of our culture is being part of a community and mm-hmm. so um it does feel like you are more part of that when you exactly like you said share a meal break bread mm-hmm. um those kind of things yeah, so totally. yeah. nice. mm. apparently i got um what is it food poisoning after mine that's <laughs> what amy told me i don't think that's true how do you know? i think how she do you may know? because i don't remember that i would have remembered that i've never had food poisoning 
and she was like yeah do you remember you had food poisoning i was like amy i'm pretty sure that's another human but like no (laughs) i am so confused yes we had tacos i remember it's fine they were great (laughs) (laughs) i swear we don't give people food poisoning (laughs) when they come here we love everybody it's fine (laughs) well and just like kind of side note too like that we're really big and we've talked about it on here before team wise like we really run on teams especially I don't want to say especially in the second grade but especially in the second grade we you know we meet as a team we go over we have our planning document all that stuff so I think it's really important when you're interviewing that you sit down like you said and have that like team ish bonding even though you're not for sure on the team yet but yeah it's really important the moment I knew Skylar would be right for my team is when <laughs> I walked in and she was playing Hannah Montana. Right. It was during prep week and it was <laughs> the best thing ever to walk in on. So it's fine. I was like, I'm playing throwbacks. Are you good with that? And she was like, mm-hmm, yeah. More than okay. <laughs> um, but so we kind of touched on like where or what you look for in resume type things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you look for in an interviewee, a candidate that's here on campus? Um, I think one of the biggest things first is someone who just loves to learn Mm. Um, because you learn a lot in your first couple of years. Yes, you do. (laughs) And I would say that's true anywhere you teach. Mm. Um, But especially here, our curriculum is so rich that you're learning that. You're learning how to work as a team. Uh, Typically, you're learning how to either be a TA or how to work with a TA. Um, You're learning how to take feedback. You're you're learning. So I think... um, can't give what you don't have and one of our biggest things is teaching joyfully and I can't teach something if I don't love it to begin Mm -hmm. with I can't I can't teach it the way we want to teach it without loving it so I definitely think that's a big part of it but that's hard to know some anyone can tell you anything (laughs) (laughs) um but sometimes just asking deeper questions and like with a reading or things like that help um, obviously we want that humble, hungry, smart, mm-hmm. the perfect teammate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can sometimes be hard to identify. Um, I think we're getting better at asking harder questions that are really trying to, um, get through, but things like, um, when I ask someone for a weakness, I really want another weakness. Yeah. Not. Well, and that's a great thing to bring up in an interview mm-hmm. is like, you want someone who can admit their faults in essence, you know, and like work to grow in exactly. that area. The problem is most people want to put their positive into a weakness, right? Like oh, you're in an interview. You're yeah. trying to show, right? Yeah. Show why you're the best. Mm-hmm. What would you say your weakness is, Megan? My weakness? I'm like, it's not I, that you're a perfectionist. No. <laughs> I feel like that is the number one. Is that not the number one response that you get? When yeah, it's like, or like, oh, I, just, well, I just love people too much. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> work too hard. People say um, they love people I too much. Um, they say a lot of things. Different um, for me. <laughs> I would say, oh, you, really, my weakness is um, I, because I like to solve problems, I jump to mm-hmm. the first pro- solution that comes to mind, and I feel the need to push it on people. <laughs> That's a really good thing to recognize about mm-hmm. yourself. Yes, and how it can be overbearing and how not everyone wants to hear your advice at all times. <laughs> I love that. I need to put more time and thought into... I don't know if that's my biggest weakness, oh. but that's one I'm working on. So. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to be a better listener, especially oh, like after um, we had a professional development 
um, that we talked about, like how to be a team player or the ideal team player. I was like, man, I really just need to be more present and listen and take all things into consideration, you know, because sometimes when you're thinking about a million and 10 things, you just get lost. So I'm going to be better about it for real. (laughs) Are you calling me out on my note that I just took on my laptop? (laughs) (laughs) I was taking, I was taking a note on my laptop because, because for me, I feel like I have like attention like things Mm -hmm. and and when I think of something and I don't either write it down or whatever it's gone forever (laughs) so like in my head I was like oh I need to print something so I just (laughs) made that note is that what that was I was like you're gonna hear the typing oh (laughs) that's what it was (laughs) I'm like poking you on your shoulder (laughs) it's fine it's fine good but like where so then that's kind of what you're looking for a love of learning but like what about like first I hate to say it first looks but like right off the bat like what are you looking at yeah so as they walk in yes they walk Mm -hmm. in their wind in their hair (laughs) um someone who first is dressed I mean it this goes down to like one of your other questions but like you know dress professionally um you know, someone who it's clear that they took the time to come ready, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's a big part. Uh, you know, you should always be the almost overdressed person, I feel yes. like, at an interview. Yeah. I remember um, from my interview here, my sister-in-law was like, you have to wear pantyhose. No. <laughs> I was, like, sweating. I had, like, a turtleneck on. <laughs> panty- I was like, <laughs> she's like, You're, you cannot have bare legs. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it the 1950s again? <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but we're not, you don't have to wear panties. <laughs> I love it. But that idea of those kind of things. Yeah. But, um, you know, as they're coming in is that, are they being honest in mm-hmm. the interview? Um, are they well-spoken? Um, we have, we want our teachers to have a formality in the classroom and speak correctly. So if they can't do that in an interview, even though it may not be in the classroom, should still be pretty close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, honest. So as we ask questions to really be able, are they able to reflect on themselves enough and have an understanding of themselves, which sometimes is hard when you hire someone right out of college. Yeah. Yeah. They're young. Mm-hmm. Super. And they don't have a lot of time to reflect on themselves yet. Well, and I've noticed because I was hired right out of college and I've done like, I feel like a ton of growing up and just... I've become more self-aware in the past five years that I've been here than, I mean, ever before in my life. But then again, <laughs> still in my 20s, so it's fine. <laughs> but I know but what you're true. saying. I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's so true. So I think then identifying those kind of things and um, in our questioning, we're asking, really trying to hone in, are they going to take ownership over mistakes? Because the real thing is you are going to make mistakes and we're here to support um, each other in that as admin we make mistakes all the time um, and we have to support each other and we look for teachers support all those kind of things um, are they able to admit to those mm-hmm. and share one and even in an interview mm-hmm. right uh, and how did they rectify it afterwards so I think that's part of it we want all walks of life to come in like backgrounds uh, you know everything ethnicities yeah. religions political views all those kind of things so yeah. um it's just bringing it in. And I, that I goes back. I love that our school doesn't need to have just certified teachers, even though I am yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And you both are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. But to have these other backgrounds, mm-hmm. uh, they struggle in a different way. But, you know, have a 
someone teaching history that has a degree in history is a pretty cool thing oh, yeah. on an elementary level. Um, and they, because they like to learn, they're able to teach the other things. Mm-hmm. And musicians with like musical backgrounds, yeah. like Dr. Atwood, I think of, Yeah, I mean, he is really, he's taken on the craft of teaching yeah. so well. Yeah, and we yeah. were even talking to him and he, cause he's not a certified teacher and he was considering doing that because mm-hmm. now that he feels like he has his foot in like teaching and he does really good with costume management, I feel like he could he should be a certified teacher yeah Yeah. well that goes back I mean this is a tangent um (laughs) we love tangents (laughs) well I I think most jobs but teaching specifically really should be about two years in the college setting um maybe more just learning actual history and science than how to teach um and math and those there's the level of those should be higher and then there should really be more of an apprenticeship program Mm -hmm. which I would say is true for probably most jobs but um as we all know, I mean, internships are, your internship, I feel like was a lot here probably. Well, you know, you did some off, off campus, our campus. Oh, like, yeah, I did my student mm-hmm. teaching here, but my, I did, uh, what do they call practicum. it? Practicum mm-hmm. in another school, other schools. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they were, I mean, if you had a good master mentor teacher, they were good or okay. If you had a good yeah. mentor teacher. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely, my last practicum, I had a teacher who was on her way out of retirement mm-hmm. and they literally put me in that class so that I could just kind of help her like stay above water because she was just done. So that's, yeah, <laughs> which is just such a bummer. It is. Yes. And so that's like, even here looking at how can we get more teaching teachers who will, you know, as you both did mm-hmm. take a TA position mm-hmm. And really learn the craft and take time with that because it is so challenging. But so beneficial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be the teacher that I am today if I didn't do that. And I am forever grateful. And I'm not just saying that. Like, it really did change me as a teacher as a whole. Yeah. So if you're graduating, (laughs) reach out to us. You can be one of their TAs. (laughs) You know where to find us. Um. But it's, you know, it's that. And then I think for us, um, realizing about myself that I am, I'm person driven by achievement um, and not every person is. Those are like those kind of things in my life that I have to, you realize um, as I go through my own coaching and um, with someone, but that their desire for what we do here and the mission um, that they're willing to work hard not getting paid a lot so (laughs) and that the reward is different Mm -hmm. um than just that and you're doing it because it's your passion um not just because it's a paycheck yeah Yeah. and you do have to have work-life balance I'm not saying that totally but I also feel like our school and the environment that we have and the community that we've created really does foster like this environment where teachers can thrive together that are just mm-hmm. super passionate about what we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could walk down the hallway and it's like, it just feels good, you know, I, all the way across the board. So, yeah. and it is interesting because I think I reflect a lot on our best teachers here too in this room. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here uh, first. <laughs> um, you know, and what drives them might be different, but uh, they all have the drive to just be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that I really think is huge. And you can tell when someone doesn't have that. Um, and that's hard. And the reasons might be different behind it, right? Mm-hmm. It might be for um, their own achievements or, uh, you know, their students' well-being or 
their own they're looking for something else after so I don't know but mm-hmm. um that definitely makes a difference and so trying to identify that before they come is really hard mm-hmm. but sometimes you can tell I remember when I interviewed Tori it was like <laughs> Tori. <You> already knew. <laughs> <laughs> and she's super and she's just so driven and she it was is. like we connected instantly on that and she's like no I want to do my best and no matter what I am mm-hmm. um and you could just tell yeah we need her on the pod we do she's awesome she's awesome <laughs> she's so amazing um, but speaking kind of of candidates that want to reach out to us because <laughs> they can, where would you go looking for them? Should they be interested? Where is your like network? So, well, our network <laughs> um, has a place to apply online and it does pull things from, you know, LinkedIn, Handshake. Like I tried to get in contact with just ASU myself and they're like, we only work through Handshake. I've oh, never heard of I've handshake. Never, yeah. yeah, is it just like another LinkedIn? I think so, yeah. but like at the university level, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. interesting. Uh, great. Hmm. That's the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already have <laughs> um, a relationship. I guess they already have handshake, so it would already automatically go on there. Mm. So we have all those general ones. Other ones who are just interested in who we are will go to our. Um, website and apply but honestly I've also had people just reach out to me and that is uh, the easiest if you're gonna apply I would do that anyway if mm-hmm. you really want to work at a school um, I would send a formalized email to someone in administration mm-hmm. um, and also apply on whatever source they have it's gotcha. a good tip <laughs> it's a pro tip <laughs> <laughs> well then kind of just to you know, throw in any last, I feel like all of this has been advice on what, how, or like what you're looking for, Mm -hmm. but just any last like advice to candidates, especially here at our, of course we work at a charter and we're like a classical liberal arts school, but what are you, any advice for just teachers in general? Um, I think one, so the resume pages I brought up earlier, like to make sure it's all correct, Mm -hmm. but also unless you are later in life and have had multiple careers, it should be one page. Mm, that's uh, actually really good advice I wouldn't know that I that someone told me that one time and I remember when I was making my resume at some point I made it I like erased a few things and I don't remember who I was talking to I was like yeah somebody told me it should be one page and they were like what no I feel like the long I was like no not the longer the better keep it short and sweet <laughs> and I think it depends on what you're erasing right yeah. like, uh, some, some people still want to put skills in yeah. and if it's MS Word or Excel yeah. it does I just not erased like <laughs> I think I worked at like a bar for a short period of time. I yeah. definitely erased that. <laughs> like, I don't need that in but there are people who are later in life. And if that's the case, I mean, they should, you definitely, then there's reasons for it. Yes. But also if you've changed jobs every year, mm-hmm. we'll want to know why. Yes. And that is not always great because it's, I, we pour a lot into anyone who works here and to know that it's going to be gone after a year is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't mean don't apply or change it for you know other reasons but um be ready to explain why mm-hmm. with that um before you have your first interview research the school as much as possible because it will be a question and you should be able to speak to what that the mission of the school and what they're doing um if you haven't looked it up well, it's pretty it's pretty telling that it's just kind of another job interview mm-hmm. and not really where you want to be um and yeah, on an interview, I think come up with questions beforehand mm-hmm. that you would really want to know. Some things like, 
uh, be creative. It doesn't have to just be about salaries. You'll, mm-hmm. You feel should ask about that mm-hmm. um, and should be up front with what you're willing to accept. Um, but, you know, things like what – think about what you look for in a leader in your school and what you would want. Um, what are signs of a healthy culture at their school? Um, That's and, a really good question. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and how do you know? I mean, because there's all these – you know, you see it on Instagram all the time, like – when people say these things don't trust like don't trust their culture um you just lit a fire in me <laughs> i've been like she's very passionate about this i need to get off tiktok <laughs> i do i think i'm gonna ban it from my existence yeah right <laughs> we're gonna have an episode one of these days you know people are leaving mm-hmm. left and right and i'm just i'm fired up it just happened with us fired <laughs> up oh yeah P- oh from different places you mean yeah like no no, no like quitting. leaving the profession yeah oh. mid mid year just walking out so yeah and you know teaching is such a hard thing yes. because um because it, it affects it is. 30 <laughs> well our school affects 30 little souls exactly every time someone leaves and mm-hmm. or more depending on what position they are and um you understand certain things happen in life, but uh, the more honesty, if you're not at a place you can be transparent with people, um, it's not a place you want to be probably. Yeah. And also you should tell someone that because they might be able to help you with it before it becomes to a place you want to leave. So mm-hmm. um, before you say your next tip, if you have one, I wanted to go more into like the questions. Are there any questions that you enjoy hearing from a candidate? Because I remember asking about like what reading intervention programs do you have um and then I think I'm trying to I can't remember anything else but yeah do you have any like ones that stand out above the rest yeah I think um asking more specific things about um to our curriculum to our school to where we want to be like how we support them mm-hmm. um oh professional development mm-hmm. that was when I think I asked like what do you do for professional development yeah um, those kind of, because it shows that they're really interested in actually what we're doing and not just another job. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Any last words of wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> I think just like what I said before, um, find a place that you want to be a part of and that they feel you're a part of too because it's a lot of hard work mm-hmm. to be a teacher. Um, it's a lot of rewarding work, but it's hard. And so if you're not in a place that you believe in the mission and that you're willing to work the long hours, especially your first couple of years, um, they won't be worth it. Mm-hmm. And you won't be happy. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. So be happy. Be happy. Be happy. There we go. I love it. Okay, so we can't end until we've all said one thing either that we're grateful for or something that just is positive. positive. Mm. Do you want to start or do you want to finish? I'll finish. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to start? You go. Okay. Um, I loved parent-teacher conferences. I know I already said it, but it really was a highlight just connecting with parents. And I got to brag about their kids, which was just so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what we did in second grade is we pointed out some of their strengths and then areas of opportunity. And parents were just so on board with helping their kiddos grow in any way, shape, or form that they could. So that was just a really, really nice highlight for our week. And it's also nice, like, catching up with families that you've had prior to. So I had a great week. I love that. Um, mine also really – I have two, so I'm going to share. Cheater, cheater. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, also parent-teacher conferences. I just 
I had a parent that said the last two years their child like struggled even just coming to school like she would cry she would like try to get out of it by saying she was sick and then this year she is so excited to come to school every single day she's like let's get to school so that just like made my heart so happy that I was I don't want to say I, I was the reason, but they <laughs> they said it, not me. Um, <laughs> and then tomorrow, I'm really excited because we get to dress up. Um, it's we're doing a, a first ever event at our school where the kids get to dress up as their favorite literature character, and we're doing um, fairy tales in second grade, and I get to dress up as Cinderella. So don't tell anyone that yet. <laughs> I this comes out uh, oh, yeah. after. <laughs> what are you dressing up as? You go. So, no, Cinderella, she said it. Cinderella. Oh, she said, I am the white cat, but here's the plot oh, twist, no. right? Okay. White cat, if you haven't read the story, go to Cinderella and other stories Just from a fairy tale, yeah. Yeah, from the blue fairy tale book. And the white cat gets her head chopped off, right, at the end. <laughs> so what am I doing? I am gonna turn into a princess at the end of the day and it's gonna be fantastic. Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm actually really, really excited. <laughs> I cannot wait. What are you what are you dressing up as? Um, I'm going to be Charlotte. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, so exciting. You guys are all doing Charlotte's, Charlotte's Web. Web. That's right. Yes. But my costume is not cute. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, you'll see. <laughs> She's like the best at dressing up. Like when yeah, we do know. field day, she comes out like full Athena. I had to. Spartan. Full Spartan. Spartan yeah. <laughs> I had to order a size. I mean, it's big in general, so hopefully it will fit. But it's supposed to come today. I'd order a size like too small. <laughs> So it might just be really like short. That's okay. But it, it, well, you can't no. you can't see me moving, but I am moving, moving my arms. Her in the arms. Way that She's flailing her arms. So that's the way that it's gonna work. Well, okay. Give us I'm your so your positive or what you're. Grateful um, for or I'm you know I'm really grateful for um, both my kids being in school. This year, uh, with COVID and stuff, they my daughter stopped going to preschool, and now she's in kindergarten here. Yay! Yay. Um, and that's super great. And my son is going to this amazing new preschool that just opened over here. And Aww. yeah, yeah, of course. It's Sark. It's a Sark Community School. Oh, so is if you've it? never heard of them, they're amazing. Um, it's like a one to four ratio and it, what? Yeah. And they're all behavioral specialists. So it's wow. Southwest Autism Resource and Research Center. I love it. We work with them at our school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for students who have autism or are typical because the students then work, they le- they need to learn the social skills and they need students who are typical around. So it's also cheap because it's fully funded by grants <laughs> almost. So, cool. so if you haven't that. checked them out, check them out because that's a great, great program awesome. yeah thanks for shouting them out that's yeah. awesome that's cool um well that's all we have folks yeah thanks for for listening <laughs> i was gonna say following along but you're not following along you're listening same thing <laughs> um you know where to find us you can email us at uh teachers talk pod at gmail.com we still have only received the one email <laughs> shout out to claudette again <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> it's fine um and then you can follow us on instagram at teachers underscore talk underscore podcast and we'll catch you next week with some more info <laughs> <laughs> bye everybody you had to say bye oh bye, bye. <laughs>